Well, hello everyone. My name's Corey Ingstrom, and this is Teacher Tech Trials, where I interview educators from around the world, finding out how they creatively use technology to enhance what they're already doing in the classroom. Today, I had the opportunity to talk with Scott Herbert. Scott uses gamification in his classroom to help his students have a fun time, stay engaged, and learn more. He uses a few tools and his creativity to turn his classroom routine into an engaging game. As a result, students study harder and look for opportunities to grow so that they can do better in their class. If this is something that you might want to learn a little bit more about, you can connect with Scott or check out our blog post for a little bit more info. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe to Teacher Tech Trials, and as always, continue to share, learn, and grow in educational technology. Enjoy. All right, well, Scott, thank you so much for being here with us, and uh, can we start out with you sharing a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, uh, so my name is Scott Hebert. I'm a teacher. I've been teaching for seven years. I teach out of uh, Fort Saskatchewan, Alberta, uh, Canada. And I teach right now grade eight sciences and technologies. Uh, I'm a phys ed trained teacher, which is kind of where I get my gaming, wanting to move kids around and, and that kind of thinking. Uh, I've also been a phys ed teacher in the past as well. Um, and I'm just really interested in, I think that there's a big kind of engagement crisis in schools, which is kind of what brought me to teaching the way that I teach. Right, right. Yeah, and we chatted over uh, email a little bit about gamification. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so uh, back in 2013, um, I had to move schools uh, because we had some bit of a family emergency. So I went from doing kindergarten to grade four phys ed where kids were super engaged with school and loved it to doing to grade eight sciences in a completely different community where kids were a lot less, a lot less enthusiastic about school. So while I was teaching them sciences, I thought I was getting them engaged, but it was too much of me talking and not enough of, of the kids doing. Hmm. So I started doing some research and I came across the concept of gamification, which essentially is applying game elements to non-traditional game settings. So for example, education, uh, it's pretty big in healthcare, business, marketing. Hmm. Like for example, um, a really classic example is uh, credit cards. Credit cards that have point systems. Hmm is actually an element of gamification because you will spend more in order to like move these bars up on the websites when you check your point total so you're like oh if i spend just a bit more then i can get this and unlock these features uh, interesting um, for kids actually snapchat uses gamification uh when you use snapchat you can unlock certain features so if you send certain amount of snaps using um the clock on them you get a you get a little unlock feature if you send so many snaps you get a little unlock so it's kind of the idea, again, of using those game elements, but in a non-game setting. Huh, interesting parallels. Yeah, so, and with that, are, can you give us an example of, of gamification, like maybe a lesson that you would use gamification in? Actually, I, I redesigned my entire course to be gamified. Huh. So on the first day of school, kids come into what I call Scientia Terra, which is just Latin for science land, but science land sounded kind of boring. <laughs> uh, and I've transformed my entire classroom into a medieval land um, using all kinds of theme and decor. Um, I've taken all furniture out of my classroom because in medieval times that was a luxury, so I make kids earn it. I don't give kids paper or pencils or anything. They have to earn every single thing. Hmm. Uh, they can even earn crafting elements in which to fabricate things for their guilds, so they're put in teams, which I refer to as guilds. Um, all of their work is gamified, so they encounter people that they have to apply the science knowledge in which to solve their problems or help them or defeat monsters or enemies. 
Um, so I've I've literally gamified the entire course. Uh, so they're progressing to try to stop a monster we refer to as the Minotaur King, who has enslaved me <laughs> in the land, and they have to go through five different kingdoms, which are the five units of science. Uh, and as they progress through these five different kingdoms, they meet different monsters. They tackle curriculum the same way that I would in any other or any other grade eight teacher would uh, in hmm. my province. Um, except I just try to make everything more engaging to the kids. So it's almost like a movie or a book. You get really captivated by certain elements or certain characters, hmm. and then you in turn don't want to see harm to them. So you work really hard in order to become like you know innovative in your your work or the way you design projects or make sure that you achieve high grades because then they will survive and, and things like that. Huh, interesting. And now is it you mentioned how it's a whole class theme is if a teacher wanted to just use gamification in perhaps a lesson or a certain project, how would you integrate it in that way? Yeah, so um, when you start gamification, I wouldn't recommend to do what I did for most people, but I'm like a, I'm, I'm all about you know jumping in with two feet instead of testing the waters. <laughs> so I went, I went through the notion to see what it was like for a whole year. A great way to start gamification is a lot of teachers actually do this already. And it's the notion of starting off uh, like a game as a review so what i do is i use i rehash a lot of board games so i make these game cards um which you can see actually side note for any teachers who want to gamify i run a website uh which is just my name it's mrhebert.org and that's h-e-b-e-r-t uh and i have a whole blog and a tab on gamification which has a lot of resources and how to's and i have a youtube channel under the the tag of master heaps which shows a lot it's still in progress but shows a lot about how to do it just as a heads up for anybody Awesome. After who'd want to do that. And we'll, we'll list that uh, in the anyway. post too. So it should be on there. Okay. That'll be good. Perfect. So the idea is you can use a game. So for example, you use Jenga. So Jenga is a really popular one. So you set up a Jenga tower in the center of the room. You ask the kids trivia questions. And as they earn points, they can only access those points to their team total if they successfully pull a block from the tower. <laughs> then you can get really kind of evil and you can put rules on the block, like knuckle up, which means you have to push the block out with your knuckle or use uh -huh. your opposite hand or close your eyes. Okay. And then you get this stress and this like something that should be really simple becomes difficult. And then like these achievements of, you know, knocking a block out and earning the points, you know, to win the game at the last second before the bell goes becomes this, you know, kids get hero status, which and sometimes it's, it's not always those traditional high achieving kids that always walk out feeling like heroes sometimes you get you know a kid who comes in and does something miraculous and unexpected um and then you can integrate things like game cards too so you can make little game cards using different creators online that allow kids to steal questions and and uh, um, stop teams from answering questions or steal points back and forth and that's a really great way to just integrate review and i find that when you do these which i refer to as guild battles when you do these review games, kids get really hyped up and then they want to do well in the review, so they study for the review game. Hmm. And in turn, I do the test the next day, which I refer to as a boss battle fighting this monster <laughs> character. And that. when they do that, they're now prepped two or three days more in advance than they would normally be without kind of uh, gamification, oh. from my experience. Interesting. And can, can you reference, do you, do you use a specific site? Do you use Google Drawings for those game cards that you mentioned that the students create? Uh, Actually, I, I use um, Magic, Pokemon, or, um, oh, I'm blanking on the third one. I use, oh, I'm going to blank. Anyway, I'll restart this. No, that's no, okay. And, we'll, and we can add it in, too. Um, I'll put it in the, on the post. Okay. I wrote a blog about this, essentially how to design cards, but there's, 
if you were to Google like a magic card creator, oh, Heathstone creator is another one that okay. I use, or Pokemon card creator, huh. you can create these online with online templates where they simply just, you input an image and you just modify the text huh. and you get these fantastic looking cards that kids are actually familiar with. Oh, then wow. you just print them on cardstock and cut them out and, or laminate them if you'd like. Yeah. And uh, they become really usable and really durable in the class. Uh, so kids kids tend to really love it because it's this tangible thing and there's one big misconception with gamification is that it increases screen time and screen time is completely representative on what the teacher wants to do in terms of the gamification of their classroom so you can do online elements but mine is very much old school what draws us into games and that's the tangibility of having these game cards in your hand and sitting with a group of people and making plans and constructing things So it's actually very minimal on tech. Very cool. Very cool. And uh, putting this together, were there any challenges or problems? Uh, Time is a big one um, for how I did it because I tried to do year long. Hmm. So over the summer to prep for the start of of September here, um, I invested about 50 hours of prep time. Hmm. Um, But that included a lot of like cutting and laminating and and designing Mm -hmm. things. Uh, and any teachers who get a, get in contact with me, I'm always happy to share resources. I don't, I mean, I I learned from other people and other things, and then modified and took it off my own approach. So I don't mind helping anybody that would ever need some basic resources. Awesome. Um, some of the challenges is the explanation in the first month. It's such a different way to teach that kids are like, okay, so I I can lie, cheat, and steal in your class, and that's okay. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, absolutely, as long as it's within the context of the rules. So, like, kids can make cue cards and all these cheat sheets and stuff, but what they don't realize is that they're working so hard to achieve that by the time they earn this reward, they often don't need its perk because they know the material inside and out because they work so hard in which to achieve this card or, or, you know, whatever that may be. So I see a lot of, of kids who think they've got this ultimate tool to help them, but they know all the material already because they work so hard in which to achieve and to earn it. Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. Um, before we sign off, are there any resources or final thoughts that you have for the educational community? Yeah, absolutely. So my own personal stuff is pretty good because what I found is there's not, and that's not to like toot my own horn or anything. It's just I find that there's a lack of like definitive instruction for education because it's still new. Mm. So again, that was MrHebert.org, um, mm-hmm. and my YouTube channel is called Master Heaps. Uh, so again, both are still in works, uh, but I do have I do have a lot of tutorials that explain different games or elements or what this is, huh. because some teachers might run into a little challenge of like, oh, you're going to gamify your class. Well, that sounds like it's not going to teach kids something, right? Hmm. We have this problem in society where if you're playing, you're not learning, and hmm. I, you know, being a phys ed guy, hmm. you know, my whole life, that's so far from the truth. Right. Um, there's a fantastic resource, and I actually have it right in front of me here. Uh, it's called The Multiplayer Classroom by Lee Sheldon. Hmm. It is pretty much the gamification bible. It's about a guy who gamified a university-level course who was teaching designing games, and he realized the best way to teach kids how to design a game was to actually have them play a game along in his course. Hmm. And it talks about the multiple years he did this and, and the strengths and weaknesses of it and other examples of teachers who have tried it. Hmm. So it's a fantastic book to start. Um and I mean, other than that, it's all about creativity. When you give the kids a voice in your classroom and you give them kind of an opportunity in which to say, hey, what about this or what about this from the experience? It really takes off. So don't be afraid to include kids. I hire kids uh, job wise in my class. So I have 
engineers and artists that I pay gold in my game to design my room. So they're constantly like, oh, it would be amazing if we could turn this into a castle. We'll use wood here and let them go. Because the more invested they are in the space, the more they take care of it and then the more they, the harder they work, really. Uh, awesome, awesome. Scott, well, thank you so much for sharing and such valuable thoughts on gamification in the classroom. I mean, so innovative. I love like the Jenga idea. Uh, the way to use the cards in the class. It seems like it gives students so much ownership of what they're doing um, with you and the material that they're learning. Um, so, yeah, yeah and th so thank you so much for, for connecting and uh, best of luck as you continue uh, engaging your kids in such a creative way. Awesome, well thanks very much for having me, I appreciate it. All right, thank you, Scott. <laughs>